think it's important to reflect a little bit about what this gathering is all about. It's a, um, it's a lot more than a person davening for a specific tzara. And I'd like to try a few points to see what it is. The Rambam, when he presents all the halachas of a Jew, he organized it very carefully. And there's a section on tefillah, and it's a subsection of something called ahava. Person's connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's ahava. He then has a section called zmanim, which deals with times that are unique. The halachas starting with Shabbos and Yantiv and Yom Kippur, and, and so on, Pesach, Sukkot, and, and so on. The halachas that are relevant to this, it's called Hilchas Tainis, are written in Zmanim, as opposed to being part of the Tefillah halachas. The Rambam could have called the section of Zmanim Moadim. Almost every halacha there fits into moed in some way, which is yontif. And the Rambam felt that a much more accurate description of what this is about required including these halachas and zmanim. So it's not yontovim, but there are times. And that's the halacha that's where he puts in tiniest towards the end of Hilchazmanim. I think the reason is because mitzvahs are divided by topics, and there are specific mitzvahs for different events and different parts of a person. But another dimension, a fourth dimension, that 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 various events that uh, various mitzvahs can be divided is a dimension of time, and in various times, Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us a framework for very specific avoda. There's a time Rosh Hashanah for Yira, there's a time of Sukkot for Simcha, and so on. And one of those times is called an ace tzara. An ace tzara is a time. It's more than just a particular need. And therefore, um, we're addressing a need. But something much bigger is happening. And that's why it's called an ace tzara. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu has this tefillah, the Ramam says, is a mitzvah's essay. That's in Ava. It's a mitzvah's essay to daven every day. That's constant. That's something that is need-based. In other words, a person has needs. Every person, by definition, has needs, and the needs are day in, day out, and so on and so forth. But And for that, we have a Holshmanesser that covers the gamut of human need. But then there are times that are different. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us through the times, 
not through a particular need. Particular need starts with me and my need. And times are given by Kaddish Baruch Hu as man of Geula, as man of Simcha, as man of Kapara, as man of Chasesholom Tzar and Tzar. So the Rambam, Hilchas Tiny, starts Mitzvah's essay in Torah, Lizok or Laria Bachatzaitzvah, I'll call Tzara Shetovo Alatzibun. So the primary mitzvah involved in this type of ace tzara is for a tzibur. The Rambam later at some point says that it applies to a yachid as well. But it's not clear if that's the doraisa, if it's just by extension. The framework of the mitzvah is um, on a tzibur because if it's a, if it's a, if it's a section of time, then it's measured by a tzibur. So moments when something affects the tzibur of Kal Yisrael, and this is something, the events are affecting the tzibur of Kal Yisrael. In every way, in every way that we can think about it, Eretz Yisrael, everyone has someone there, everyone knows someone there, and this is an ace tzara that comes to a tzibur, and it's a time, and it has its own structure and so on. It's difficult, as opposed to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and so on, where the Torah gives specific details of how to address the time and what's befitting and what's specific avodas, specific actions and activities that are appropriate. We don't have that so much in, in, in this type of Ace Tzara. Chazal did give us framework which Ramam brings and discusses and um, some of it are applicable some of it not so we'll try just to touch on a few points that we can sort of flesh out ourselves and sort of bring it lemaisa so to speak the first point is much of what the Rambam discusses is tefillah and the Rambam starts by saying they used to blow chatzotros, which was a, a sort of, it was like shofar, it's a type of tefillah. And later on, the Rambam discusses the various, there was a whole seder tefillah that was unique for Tinius. But the Rambam says something here. The Ramam says the purpose of tefillah in this ace tzara is extends much further than the regular tefillah on a person's own personal needs. It's it we're meant to reflect within the tefillah that something has to change. It's, it's meant, the tefillah is meant to be a catalyst. If I'm damnin kakarish baruchu, that means something has gone awry in the relationship. And I need to really ask myself, what? Yom Kippur, we take out a list from Aleph to Tuf. And either generic list or we, we put in our own list. But we every have everything, everything is is you know, we're amiss in many things and everything, and we can do chuva and everything. But when a zman comes 
that is like this, it's something that requires us to feel and, and, and to think back a bit. The Rambam says that filler is the catalyst for it. The Rambam also later goes through a Seder Hayom, which includes at one point this, the elder sitting down and trying to figure out what it is that the community needs to change, to fix, and so on. First of all, I'd like to point out the Rambam does not speak about looking for gematrius and signs and words to figure out. The, 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 that's, that's the wrong way to go about it. If a person needs that, that means he's not reflecting, he's not in tune himself. If he needs some sort of weird arrangement of words, gematrius, Rashatavis, and who knows what, where are you? Like, why aren't you reflecting? Why aren't you thinking about your mycin? That's, that's not, it's, it's missing the boat. So the Ramam speaks about the, the skenim getting together and so on. Again, this is something that is very, very hard for us. We don't have that type of structure and so on. We're missing, but it's something that we need to reflect on. And if we can pick something that we feel is a good takana, good Indian, then it's something that is part and parcel of what the ace sir is supposed to generate. So thinking of something and um, some something that can be helpful and so on, I think is um, extremely um, important. And um, I would like to suggest something. I'm not the right person. I, I usually am in yeshiva. I'm not part and parcel of community dabbling at large and so on. But from time to time in different places, different cities and here and, and dabbling here, sometimes here, sometimes here, sometimes, I, I'd like to humbly suggest something. It, it, Baruch Hashem, we've made, shuls used to be at different places and times, very foreboding places, very formal, very strict. And we want to draw people in and make it as embracing, as inclusive, and so on. And that has done many wonderful things in bringing people back. But a core part of Hilchest filler is Omeid Lifne Amelech. It's creating all the manners that we're standing with the feet together, not looking, taking three steps back, three steps forward. Those are all meant to make it very clear to us that whether we, we can't visualize it, but we can, we can act it out. He called the minig by chesidim is to put on a gartel just to show I'm, I'm butting up. When you go see somebody formal and so on, we, we, we do something. One of the things that has one of the, I think in the last years, that has really eroded that sense is that we bring the street in and we have our device with us when we're in shul so it's bad enough if it quote-unquote accidentally rings and what if somebody's standing there and sort of scrolling because between you know ben gavra le gavra or in gavra where's the family you're destroying that then you're not davening the Rab Chaim says 
that Omer the Femelech is a lot more important than Pirish Hamilus. I, I don't want to, it, halachically, it's a little more subtle, but, but as a rule, he says, Omer the Femelech is Ma'akev. Pirish, only the first Baruch is Ma'akev, and so on. But it means the sense of presence. I cannot imagine anyone walking into a job interview and forgetting to shut his phone down. I cannot imagine anyone taking a call or scrolling at emails when, he's, when he needs the other person. We show our disdain for the other person by look, checking our emails while, while he's trying to give us a sales pitch. But if I need the other person, it's unthinkable that we would leave it on. We would check three times a closed. Is a Kaddish Baruch less? So imagine today we have a mitzvah before. As you're standing in, in the lobby, you say, I think I, I, I'll pass in, you'll have to say, and close the cell phone. I take the Achrayas if there's a Shem of Atal on that one. That's it, it, it and it, it's something that will, it'll rest, it means that it restores a certain sense, this is different. A shul is a wonderful place of community, meeting people, embracing people, being friendly with people and so on, is, is a wonderful part of a kahila. There's a social hall for that. And that's the right place. That's a, it's an avoda gedola to, to embrace, to be friendly and so on. Davening is between me and Hashem. If, if I'm, again, if I'm at that job interview, if I'm doing a presentation, and and a very close friend of mine walks by, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't interrupt. It's unthinkable. So a, a simple a simple rule of thumb, something which would be unthinkable when I'm in the presence of somebody who is superior. I'm, I I need something from that person. I need to report to that person. That that's the same thing in the shul. It would make a difference. It would be a ripple effect on us and on other people. I was once standing far from here in a shul that I, I, I would say the people consider themselves Hamish. The phone rang in the middle of Shemar Nesra, so I'll be malamed that that person already um, finished my Nesra. But he carried on a conversation in the shul. I, I, I think it's extreme, I, I'm, I'm sure it's extreme, but even if we just have a buzzer, if we twitch, Again, would you feel comfortable doing that in the presence of someone else? Since we hope and we're davening here, we really would like our Philistines Kabul. And therefore, the first priority is that we present ourselves in a shul. We recreate, we reinvest the shul with the sense of isolation. We're not in the street, we're in the shul now. There's, there, other things can wait. I'm with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whether I'm mechaven a lot for davening, whether I'm, my mind wanders. To, 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 being mechaven is difficult for every person. Some people's minds wander naturally, some people are impatient, some people have problems. That's hard to dictate. But to create the atmosphere, I think is something that we can do. And a second point, the Rambam also gives, uh, the Rambam says, the, again, he's quoting the Mishnayis, there's a Seder Advarim where during certain parts 
he says, you walk around like you don't answer people and you say hello. A different, it does a whole different hierarchy of Tanesim and how strict they are and so on. It's one of those things that it is subjective, but being able to somehow ask ourselves every time we do something now, we go on a fun trip and this and that, we made those decisions in the yeshiva. Certain activities are absolutely necessary and it's important and that we keep. Certain things, it's, it's sort of a little extra, a little over the top, scale down a bit. It's hard to give objective criteria. Each person is different, each situation is different, but it's something that is our avoda to give it the sense. There are so many people that just throw. I, I don't. I mean, everyone here has people. Who I have Leon Harav, well, children at Israel. There is so much uncertainty. There, there are so many young men from our community who, who are about to march into a Gehenna. And who knows what's there? So, besides what we do, we should walk around life is not usual things that we would allow ourselves to do and so on it's not the time for it there's a time that's 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 suitable and this is not a time when people are are going through such a surim in so many ways levias are starting tomorrow um there are thousands of people in the hospital there are so many young men and women waiting to go into so we can everyone can pick for themselves weigh everything that they activities they engage in and say it's appropriate that i hold back this is not the time it's not the, the there'll be time to to be more exuberant and do things that are a little over the top so we're here first and foremost the davening is an activity within the framework of a It's a zman. We went through Yom Tovim, we went through Asasmei Tshuva, went through Sukkis, and now Kaddish Baruch Hu has given us an Eistzara. It's an Eistzara because it's everyone's tzara and everyone's tzara. And Baruch Hashem, we feel that way. Baruch Hashem, everyone feels that Eistzara. It requires a communal thinking. It requires thinking about not what the other person ought to do, but what activities that I do affect other people in sense of, like I spoke about if I do my share, it creates a certain, it creates a certain, if I present myself to the shul, it, it has a ripple effect. And, and every person together will make that effect. Bez Hashem, that Tfilos will be Neskabel. And when the Yeshua comes, um, A, we, we will have lived through a Tkufa that, has, that, that will have made a change in us. It will be a Tkufa where we feel the bonds of community. When it's Ace Tzar Yaakov and everyone is in it, Hilchas Tainius, starts with a communal need. Sukkot without a community is Sukkot. Um, Pesach without a community is also Pesach. But this halachas is 
specifically focused community, even though some of it applies to personal tzars of Amos later. And Be'ez Hashem, may we zayichat to Yeshua as a community, and, and, and to Gula Shlema, all of us together, Be'ez Hashem, and Kali all together.